0: Welcome to Day of Encouragement podcast with Pastor Larry Perry. In each podcast, Pastor Larry walks through Scripture that will encourage you in your spiritual journey with Christ. Let's join him now for a word of encouragement. Hey, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, God bless you. I hope you're enjoying this. Hope it's an encouragement to you. That's the whole purpose of it. We just work through the Scripture, let God speak to us, uh, because the Scripture is a powerful blessing to uh, all of us and i hope you're finding that to be true paul continues again in second uh, timothy chapter 1 verses 9 through 12. listen to this who saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to your works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in christ jesus before time began but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the, to the Gentiles. For this reason I also suffered these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed." For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I've committed to him until that day. Praise God. Paul starts out here talking about the gospel and God's priority of saving people. He will tell Timothy in another uh, place, God wants all men to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And the beauty of... What Paul is telling young Timothy is salvation is precious. He saved us. And because he saved us, that ought to give us great encouragement. He went all the way. He went all the way to the cross. He left heaven. He came down to rescue us from the dominion of darkness. He saved us. That is God's priority. And then Paul says this, he called us with a holy calling. The work of the gospel is a holy thing. It's a righteous thing. It's a divinely implanted from heaven, holy thing that God has done. And because the gospel is holy, we must always remember he called us to live holy through the power of the gospel. It is important for us to watch how we walk, to walk in such a way that pleases Him. The writer of Hebrews says, the way we walk honors the gospel. It's important that we live holy before Him. So God's priority was to save us, and in the process of saving us, it changes our behavior. And it's not our behavior that saves us. It's the behavior that's the fruit of God's righteous grace at work in our hearts and our lives. So Paul will say this. It is not by works, not by anything that we have done that has saved us. It was his purpose at work by his grace. By his grace. Christ is the channel of God's grace into this world. He has given us his grace through Christ Jesus. John will put it this way, chapter 1, verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John hits it perfect through the power and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that grace came before the truth. You see, grace without truth is distorted. And truth without grace leaves us hopeless. But grace ushers the way in so that we can hear the truth and know the truth is not condemning, the truth has been set before us so that we can respond to grace in an amazing way. And when we respond in grace, God's purpose is to save us. There's an amazing scripture in Isaiah chapter twenty-six, verse ten, and it talks it, it talks about the wicked's response to grace. Listen to what it says. But when grace is shown to the wicked, they do not learn righteousness. Even in a land of unrighteousness, they go on doing evil and do not regard the majesty of the Lord. There's something happens when grace touches your life. it's, It's not that you have changed. You just see things different. And one of the things you see is how good God is, how amazing God is, how much his love has done for you and provided for you. So grace to the unbeliever, to the scorner, doesn't do anything. He, he says this, it's been shown to the wicked. This grace has been shown to the wicked, but they do not learn. On the flip side, those who have been really transformed by grace, listen to what Titus says. And Titus, 2, 11 through 14, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. Don't miss that. Salvation is offered to whosoever will, to all people. Then it says this, it teaches us, he's talking about the redeemed here, it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present world. See, in Isaiah it says, the unrighteous learn nothing from grace. But in Titus, he flips that around and says this, it teaches us, grace teaches us how to live, to say no to ungodliness. Listen to what he goes on to say in verse 13. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. I love that. There's something that grace does in our heart. It makes us want to do good. It gives us the power to say no to ungodliness. And it gives us that power because in the grace of God, the majesty of his love is displayed in us that he would save sinners such as us. Salvation is the most amazing gift And if you have salvation, you ought to to rejoice today that his grace knocked on your door, that you responded to that grace. And that grace is teaching you how to live before him that honors him, that glorifies his name. Now, Now, Paul will tell Timothy, God did all this before time began. Isn't that beautiful? That he knew we needed Jesus. He knew we would need Jesus. He knew Adam would fall by giving him choices. But he also knew you would respond to his grace. And isn't that beautiful? It's the revealing of Jesus that's the most amazing thing in Scripture. And Paul makes that. He appeared. That's what Paul says. He appeared. Our Savior appeared. It's like he came out of light into darkness to bring us light. And then he says this, who abolished death. He appeared to abolish death. Now think about that for a moment. From the beginning of a time, the scripture says, uh, when Adam ate, he brought death. He didn't die immediately, but he died spiritually, and that spiritual death would eventually bring about physical death. Jesus brought spiritual life, which will eventually bring us to a place of eternal life forever to be with him. He reverses everything the first Adam brought. Jesus is amazing. So Paul says he abolished death. Well, that means a couple of things. Death is not to be feared, Death for the believer is just an open door for the eternity that Jesus has provided in his grace. And then he says this, and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Life now has a purpose because of the power of the gospel living in us. Finally has a purpose. Life is more than a time clock. Life is more than the treasures that we possess. Life is living it. For the glory and honor of God, life is living it into the grace, under the canopy of his grace that gives us the power to say no to ungodliness. And Paul says, I was appointed a preacher of this gospel. You and I have been appointed too, to be servants. You may not preach the gospel, but I'm going to tell you, you preach the gospel by the way you live. That's why it's important that you let grace teach you what it needs to Bring into your life. Grace always brings about liberation from sin. Grace always brings about his peace. Grace always dispels fear. So there's no need to fear. We don't have to fear. Hallelujah. Paul was appointed this gospel, this preacher, and he suffered. He went through a lot of things, but the suffering. And the jail doesn't define Paul. It created opportunities for the gospel to go forth. And and wrapping it all up, Paul says this, nevertheless, no matter what I've gone through, I am not ashamed. Now think about it. When Paul's writing this, he's in chain. He's under house arrest. He's, he's, He's not looking very good physically. But he says, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of where I've lived and where I've gone and how I've witnessed and what I've proclaimed because I know whom I have believed. He knows God through Jesus Christ. He knows the power of the gospel. There was this personal relationship, this personal encounter that transformed him his life in such a way there's nothing to fear nothing to be afraid of. So Paul says, and therefore I am persuaded that he is able. That encounter with God, that encounter with grace, lets you know his power, his ability, his ability to keep what we've committed to him. We've deposited to him our lives. We can trust him with our lives until that day Paul says that means this he's coming again don't forget the hope we have in that very aspect that this same Jesus who left is the same Jesus coming that this same Jesus who left is the same Jesus we will see again all of eternity he's providing a place for us his dominion will not cease every knee will bow and every tongue confess And I'm glad I have confessed him as my Lord and Savior. The truth is, at the end of the day, grace teaches us, God keeps us, and we can trust him to take care of what we committed to him until that day. He's going to gather us. He's going to gather us home. And I hope when that happens, Oh, what a celebration. What a parade we're going to have. In Psalm 50, he talks about that. Listen to this. He summons the heavens above and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me this consecrated people who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Here's the beauty. In the Old Testament, when they sacrificed, they honored the covenant. In the New Testament, Jesus becomes the sacrifice. God honors his covenant with us through the death of his son for us. His purpose was to save us. I hope you sense that power of that grace in your life. His grace is an encouragement for you today. Be blessed and join me again. Thanks for joining us today for Day of Encouragement podcast. If you would like to connect with us, go to our website dayofencouragement.com and email us. You may also listen to other podcasts at our website. We hope you were encouraged today.